Snack Hair Against Production. What's the name of Uncle Poochie's podcast? Uh, six Feet Under. Six, six Feet Under podcast. I tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever this message reaches you, listening to another episode of Six Feet Under podcast, I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Poochie. What's good, everybody? What's going on? What's happening there? What's bragging? What's smacking? What's packing? What's going on, man? Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, welcome back. What do you say? This is the Six Feet Under Podcast, and I am your five foot nine host, Uncle Puche. I'll say it once, I'll say it again, I'll say it as many times as I want, my friend, because as y'all know, repetition is the cousin <clears throat> is the cousin to success. And I'm trying to be successful around here. I'm just trying to be successful. But before I forget. Man, if you could, please, please, please like, subscribe, share, rate the podcast. You know what it is. You know what it ain't. If you can, great. But if you can't, I still love you, though. I still love you. If you listen to this podcast for the first time, you're not listening to a podcast. As you know, you are listening to me, Uncle Pete. I'm coming to you, as always, at the dinner table. We are sitting around, as always, as my friends. <laughs> you all my family members. I'm talking to you all today. And uh, you're probably asking yourself, what, why, why am I talking to this guy? What, what am I talking to this guy about? Well, you're not coming to me because you want the best advice. No, no, no. You're coming to me because you want the realest advice. Thank you so very much, Sister Johnson. I appreciate that. Frank, you know, I, I don't have, I don't, I just want to keep the peace today. Before I even get into this episode, um, You know what? No. No, yeah. No, I'll, I'll get into that first. Um, today's episode is brought to you by a very, um, very concerned Uncle P. <laughs> nah, man, I wanted to first before I got into deep this episode, because I necessarily should be getting in the bed it's way past my bedtime for the time I got to get up and go to work tomorrow. But before I get into this episode, I wanted to give a shout out to um, Mr. Pablo the Jester, uh, a.k.a. George Simpson, a.k.a. whatever he likes to call himself. (laughs) Uh, But I want to give a shout out to him because this man has held it down since day one for me um, and been nothing but like a inspiration and a father figure. And, uh, you know, SMG, Sarkir against the gang, gang, gangs. You know, it's all uh, it's the brainchild from him. You know, I met Brody and he put me onto some things. I told him some stuff I like. You no know, people really, I, you know, I, I didn't have, this person was the first person I told in, you know, in a serious manner. He kept it real with me. Um, and through him, I've gained, you know, validity. But um, I just wanted to give him a, a minor shout out. Before I got into this episode, I'm about to get into it. Um, mainly because he he informed me, he was like, yo, people are starting to hear like, you know, kind of like the burnout in your voice. And I remember personally sometime last year feeling some type of feeling that I never felt before in my life. Like I never felt this feeling before in my life. I never felt it before in my life. Um, but I did not feel comfortable doing my podcast. I did not feel comfortable um 
you know, just doing anything, really. Really, I didn't I didn't feel comfortable doing anything that I usually feel comfortable doing. It. And it was kind of because, personally, internally, I knew my crowd had left. If you guys have been listening to my show a long time, um, you know, um, I spoke about how the listening, the listenership had dropped at one point significantly um, from my show. And I felt like, well, did I do something wrong? Like, I remember literally asking, like, yo, did I, like, say something wrong? Like, what the fuck is going on? And that's when I learned the importance of analytics. You know, the very, very deep importance of analytics and the importance of um, of riding trends and uh, and not being able to step out on a, a, limb, a leg, I guess, a limb or whatever the hell the, the term is. Sorry, my head's all clouded. And um, and this all makes sense in a second because the crowd had left. I was like, yo, the crowd's left, and I don't really know how I feel about it. And um, what I learned then is what I learned now is that I was experiencing burnout. Um, what exactly uh, George had informed me of the other day. He was like, yo, people can hear the burnout in your voice. And I was like, what? The burnout? Like, yeah. You know, initially I wanted to be like, you know, burnout, and I was like, no. With progression and uh, maturity, I was like, okay, it's nice to hear because I have not been feeling comfortable lately, and I felt like I kind of said that. But if I didn't, and let me make myself clear, I have felt uncomfortable uh, podcasting. And so, if any of you are listening to this, shout outs to you all as always. But for you all who do listen. You know, if you're like, yo, shit don't sound the same, or like, you know, that you came back, whatever. I love you. First and foremost, if you listen, I love you. You know that. Um, it is because Yonkul was dealing with his own personal matters. And just like always, I do not know how to verbally say these things aloud. It is amazing to me, like, the things I'm, like, mentally capable of. Actually, literally, I piss myself off. The things I'm mentally capable of piss me off. Because the things I'm mentally incapable of, I'm like, yo, this seems so simple. And just like simply being able to um, express that I am not okay is not okay to me. Like I do not know how to tell you I am not okay um, or something that's bothering me. I, I I do not know how to do that. You, you know, isn't that crazy? I don't know how to just be like, I am being bothered. And I don't know how to uh, say it literally in the sense of like how... Um, how uh is done without any anger or like annoyance or like lashing you know i previously didn't know how now i just like literally say like i am not okay you know i'm not okay and i just kind of leave it at that i don't you know try to find the deeper meaning it's like i'm just not okay and uh um now that i'm like seven minutes into this episode i'm sorry i drown that out talking about burnout but uh, I recently had a family member near near and dearest to me, an aunt, um, pass away. She passed away. Um, this point, what's today? Uh, I, I believe it was Thursday. Yeah, it had to be Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, I believe. Sorry, you know, my mind's been a, a, a whirlwind. But she'd been sick not too long. Um, 
gotten sick, I guess you could say, right around the time of my burnout. It was around the time of which, uh, um, what was I going to say? Maybe like December, I like, like kind of hit like this stumbling block in my creativity and just felt so uninspired by anything that I was just like, wow, I don't know how I feel. I just don't feel, you know, I remember feeling that, like, I just don't feel. And, and, um, now that I, I can acknowledge it on the, on wax with your people, the family members to acknowledge my issue, my little setbacks. Um, it was just, I, I was just emotionally drained. Um, I knew one thing to be certain. It was that uh, this particular family member wasn't going to be with me too much longer. And um, it was just like, kind of like, like watching the time on the wall. And just, it, it felt like, honestly, like one of those sand clocks. You know what I'm talking about? One of those sand dial things. If like one of those sand dials and just looking at the, the little sand, like and knowing that there was less time. That's what it felt like. Like the her her issue started probably in November. And uh, you know, we lost her in March. And it was just so crazy. It was so quick, man. It was it was <sighs> man. That was my dog. That was my dog. And the crazy part about it is, uh, <laughs> it's actually a sidebar. Today uh, at my job, this uh, person came in. And I'm not dissing him in no sense. But this person came in and he He <laughs> he was like, yo, I'm sad. And I didn't really hear why he was sad. But all these people kept hugging him. Hugging him. I said, hey, man, I'm sorry for asking. It's clearly, at this point, like six, seven folks that hugged him. And I'm like, yo, I'm sorry. Like, I, I want to know what the fuck is going on. So I can at least be in an emotional state to know, like, this dude's having a rough day. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's up? You know, so it wasn't nosy, but, you know, shit, I want to know if I need to tell him sorry. <laughs> and I look at him and say, man, I'm so sorry for asking, but what happened? Something happened. I thought he's been looking for me and telling me, like, you know, he had lost, like, a relative. Or, like, you know, someone's in a car accident or something, whatever. Or, like, so-and-so got COVID or something. He looks at me and goes, my dog died. <laughs> he said, my dog died. And people proceeded to walk up to him and tell him how brave he was being and how strong he was being and whatnot and how tight and good job for coming. And you, man, you could have called out. It wasn't that big of a deal. Be at home mourning your dog. You know, people are hugging this man over his dog. And, and I'm not, again, not saying anything wrong with that. Hugging man over his dog. Roof, roof, roof. I love my dog. Man, I'm in my dog. 
I literally do miss my dog blue. But um, people are hugging this man over his, his dog died. He put his dog down that day, uh, today at work, and he's like, "Yo, yeah, put my dog down." Gosh, so sad. And I literally think in the back of my head, my aunt is no longer with us, and I have told no one. And I said, "Man, that's that's two that's two coins. Those are two coins, man." And I and I and I I'm not mad at either side. Some people can listen and be like, like, wow, you crying over your dog? Well, my aunt died. I never told that coworker, hey, my aunt died today. I just, I mean, died yesterday. I, I just looked at him and I was like, okay. And it just, it just, it, it kind of solidifies something in my head to say that it was fine not to show emotion. Or it was fine just to be in my head about things i, I don't know i don't i i don't think either one of us handled it different indifferently in or in, incorrectly like him telling people his dog died and he didn't feel comfortable coming to work and me coming to work although my aunt did pass away uh human uh it was just like listen man that that is um that is the beauty on certain aspects of life you know what i'm saying where um We all deal with things so astronomically different. And um, I'm really proud of that, bro. One second. Sorry about that. Nah, man, I'm I'm really proud of that. I'm really proud of um, me able to visualize and comprehend my feelings and someone else's feelings on the same level and not see my feelings and needing to be validated more because, well, I actually lost this. And, you know, I guess that's a big deal for me because it's just like it, it makes me remember how much bigger life is. Like, we all go through things. Like, I was having a bad day, my aunt passed. He was having a bad day, his, his dog passed. You know, it's like, it, it just kind of reminded me to be nicer to people. Um, I don't know. Some people um, may feel niceness from me, but I feel like I, I can always work on my ability to be a, a kinder person or a more understanding person because I just don't feel like I, I show patience a lot of time. And it's just like, that's the crazy thing. I just, I don't know. I I, I pray for forgiveness in days like this as I have to come to you guys and talk about like losing a human because it's just like, I just wish I did more. I wish I could have done more with her. I wish I could have been with her more. I, I wish I lived a life or chose a life of of financial stability earlier or some type of, I don't know, better decisions that could have allotted me more time. And it's like, I didn't do it. <laughs> I did not. I did not. <laughs> I did not. I did not do it and do enough. I never feel like I've done enough, but um, this one hurts because... 
I really feel like I didn't do enough at all. Like I just, you know, in a, in a, in a thing about it is, um, what, um, bothers me, I guess, actually to say the most about it is like, I know there was nothing I could do. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing I could do when her diagnosis, her diagnosis, that was a diagnosis and that was what it was in the, the time it up it's just that i think about the time that i could have spent and that's what hurts the most i can't believe this this was not on my to-do list in 2022 This is Sarah Kerrigan.